This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello Dreamers and welcome to the Dreamers Disease podcast with me Alex Manzi and to the latest edition of my travel diary. So this is actually the first solo travel diary that I've done because my previous two uh, diaries were with my friend Adam which was one of them was from our trip to Estonia which was episode 105 so if you want to go check out our time in Tallinn you can go check that out. And then the first set of travel diaries I've done were from three weeks that I spent in Japan during March with Adam again and our other friend Tamir. So if you want to go check those out, they are episodes 83 to 86. Uh, so yeah, this is the kind of first one that I've done by myself. So um, <laughs> not sure how this is going to go, to be honest, but we'll give it a go. So yeah, this summer, basically, I've had a bit of a weird one because although I've kind of been away a few times, um, it's all been really short kind of weekend trips. So I didn't really feel like I had much time to unwind because well, I went to Tallinn with Adam, that was a really last minute booking and we only went literally for two days. Uh, I went to Amsterdam for a friend's birthday again, that was two days. I went to a, what else did I, I went to a wedding in Italy, which was like three days. So it's, it's all very bitty. Then the weekends I was here, I had weddings and, you know, events and stuff. So there was a lot kind of going on through like the, the two months of the summer and I just didn't feel like I'd had a bit of a break really. So I decided to look into uh, going somewhere. I was originally going to look to go to Europe and then I was talking to a, a few of my friends who live out in Montreal in Canada and decided to look into the flights and to be honest the flights were pretty cheap so what I decided to do is to keep track of them. I used an app, a new app actually that I'd never heard of called Hopper where you can kind of put the dates in, put your destination and it kind of tracks the flights for you and it sends you notifications of when's good to sort of buy and if the prices are going up or down um, and I ended up paying just under £400 return to Montreal uh, for a week which was pretty cool um, and as I said I went out there and went to visit a few friends who funnily enough I met all of them in Japan or both of them in Japan while I was there so flew out to Montreal went for a week I went from Wednesday to Wednesday while I was there I stayed with my friend Floor, and she lives in the east side of the city which is kind of like the cooler kind of more creative side of the city because it's kind of like two halves to Montreal because it's a kind of it's in Quebec so it's French speaking part of Canada so the east side of the city has more of the kind of French speaking influence and then the west side and the kind of center has more of like the American influence. So there's a kind of a little bit of a split, but the east side is kind of tends to be like the cooler, more kind of traditional French speaking side, which is nice. And this was actually my second time in Montreal. And the first time I went, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't actually do a travel diet because I just went for like, I went for like a bit of headspace to be honest. Um, and that was really, really nice. And so there's things in this diary, which I did last time, which I'll, I'll mention towards the end of, you know, suggestions because I didn't do them this time around, but I did them last time and they're also really good things to do. Um, but Montreal is a super cool city, honestly. Like the two times I've been, I've really, really enjoyed it. Like it's just quite small and it's easy to get around, which I really like about cities. It reminds me a lot of like Amsterdam, maybe not as small, but you can kind of get around quite quickly. Um, there's a lot of like cycle lanes in the city. It's a very cycle friendly city. It's very eco friendly as well, which is really nice. Um, the population doing some research is only 1.8 million. And I say only that's because obviously living in London, it's like 8 million people. So there's just a lot of people over it all the time. Whereas Montreal kind of feels a bit more spacious and a bit more slow paced and a bit calmer and a bit more 
it's not as tall as a city you know there's not big buildings everywhere and 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 big uh, uh like apartment blocks and stuff everything's kind of quite flat it's maybe three four stories max on buildings and stuff apart from obviously downtown and in the city center where there's more kind of taller buildings and everything um, and it's also a very like cool creative city like there's so much going on there like every time i've been there's been like live music stuff there's art shows there's like really cool street art there's a wicked like skateboarding scene there's a really big like vegan scene they're really big into their like coffee and stuff like that and there's like really cool nightlife like bars gigs there's, there's just so much cool stuff going on and because again because it's quite small everything feels really accessible it's not like again like a new york or a london where everything feels so far away and you know a bit of a trek to get to everything feels really close like you can you know you can even jump on their subway system like their metro and get anywhere really quickly or like i said you can cycle and during the summer months everyone kind of spends a bit more time outdoorsy because their winters are a little bit brutal this like gets to like minus 10 minus 20 in their winter so when it comes to summer they kind of live a different life and they spend as much time outdoors which is really nice and it just you know you get the feel that everyone's like really friendly and happy and buzzy and like outgoing and it's a really 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 cool place to hang out to be honest so while i was there this time as i said i stayed with my friend floor and we most mornings we kind of go for a little coffee we went i'm looking at my my notes here we actually went to like the same two spots all the time because they're quite close to where she lives but also like just very cool you know really good coffee really good food um so one of them was called cafe sal um, which is a, actually the closest and they do again really really good coffee they do really good food there's like some really good cakes and like these little like um it was like a date kind of like um i don't know what it was like it was kind of like a cakey thing i don't know how to describe it but it was really nice and they do really good bagels and just really good food for like a little morning something to eat and a coffee it's quite chilled like people were in there working it's a really cool spot and then the other spot was called croissant croissant and this is on Montreal, which is like one of the main streets that kind of cut right through the city and this was really cool because they made all of the the croissants in the back so you could when you go to the counter you can see in the back they're making the croissants and stuff live and they they have everything in there from like you know just plain croissants to like almonds or chocolate to vegan ones to you know etc 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 it's like a really long list and again the coffee is really good and one thing i noticed about montreal is like the coffee scene is like re- it's a really big thing to them they've got really like <laughs> they're really into their you know like filter coffee because you can really get the flavors of the coffee and you know every place you go into they've got different filter coffees and different options and coffees of the day and you know it's not like you go into a coffee shop here and it's you've just got americanos and lattes and espresso and you know filter coffee like the filter coffee is like a really big thing for them like whereas for us it tends to be the cheaper option because it's like the easiest thing to make so that was quite interesting to kind of see that side of stuff as, as well and how they're like really into the different types of coffee and the flavors and you know, a lot of the people who worked in the coffee shops were very knowledgeable about these sort of things. And it was no, it was just quite different, really. So it was quite cool to sort of see that. So, yeah, they were the kind of two breakfast places I checked out, um, which were really good. Then the first day I was there, I spent some time in a park because I had some editing to do for the podcast, like videos and stuff like that. So I kind of just found myself in the park one day floor while I was there. She was kind of working most days. So and she was also working towards a big event, which I'll come to later. So during the day I was spending a lot of time by myself which is quite nice because I had time to sort of just chill and I had time to explore Um so the first day I just sat in the park because I was a little bit jet lagged the sun was out and I just thought it was a really nice day I'll sit back and kind of just kick and just do some work and I just got loads of editing done sat in the sun it was really chilled I went to Park Laurier which is quite near again where she was living 
um, kind of, I think it's like the east, northeast side of the city, which was really nice. Um, and then when she finished work, we went to another coffee shop called Cardinal, which was on Montreal again. Um, and we just sat in there. We got we got a nice bit of, uh, I think it's called Chemex, which is a, a type of coffee kind of way that coffee's made. Um, we shared like a, a pot of that, which was really nice. Um, we just sat there and did more work because she was planning for the event she was doing. So we spent a couple of hours there. And then again, she went off and did her own thing. So I kind of um, then decided to basically just go and just, I went, what did I do? I went back home actually and I finished off the editing that I was doing. Then we met up and we went to a sushi place called Ohana, which was apparently brand new, but it was really good. It was a vegan and vegetarian sushi place. And the, the sushi there was so good. It was like so fresh, like everything about it was just really, really nice. And then Floor went to a meeting about her work, which was like early evening kind of thing. I went back to like take our stuff, drop stuff back at hers. And then we went to one of the skate parks and uh, this is a skate park called Van Horn. So I took my skateboard with me, um, which is one of the reasons why I went because uh, Floor's event was a skate event. So I wanted to take my skateboard with that. So we went skating to Van Horn, which is like this really cool outdoor skate park under like a bridge which has just been done up. So it was kind of like a cool, like hangout kind of vibe. And I was just practicing my little thing in the corner while, you know, floor was off chatting to like escape mates and stuff. So it was nice. Um, and then the following day, so that was quite a late one actually, because we, we stayed there till like half 10, 11. Then we went, we, you know, went back, went, we, we slept. And then the next day, um, went to Croissant Croissant for breakfast. Again, I spent the, the rest of the day in the park because floor was off doing her thing. So I just wanted to take things a bit, a bit slower because I was still feeling the jet lag a little bit to be honest so I went to La Fontaine Park which is a bigger park and it's like really beautiful and it's got like loads of lakes and like cycle paths and just like this really cool like building in the middle and there's like football pitches and tennis courts and it's just like a really nice kind of vibe and again because the sun was out there's just a really good vibe of like people doing outdoorsy stuff and having fun and chilling so went to the park I had some lunch um, I found a place to just sit and read my book right near the lake and just sort of took in the vibe and the sort of calmness of the park and chilled for a little bit and then later in the afternoon I went to meet Floor and another one of her friends Tony who were at a bar called Darling which is in the San Laurent area and that was a really cool bar it was kind of like really kind of quirky inside um, there was like a central bar in the middle and it was just like Again, a really cool vibe of like plants hanging and like quirky furniture. And there was loads of people just chilling in there working. Like we were sat at the counter of the bar. Floor was kind of doing stuff for, for the event. She was like making a little zine. So she was putting like the finishing touches to that. And we were kind of helping her. Um, and then later that afternoon, uh, we actually we stayed there quite late. We stayed there till like eight o'clock, I think. We went back to Floor's. Um, she was getting on with some event stuff. Her, her mum came to help and Tony was there to help. Um, and I'd arranged to go and meet my other friend, Alex, who I also met in Japan. Um, he's a super cool guy. We met, um, where did we meet? We met in Osaka in Japan, actually. Um, and yeah, just went to meet him. He's like really cool, like really into his Japanese culture, obviously. So we met up. We went to this Japanese restaurant called Otto, which is like, um, I can't remember the exact name or type of the restaurant it is. It's got a specific name. I can't remember in Japanese. But essentially, it's a type of restaurant where it's like lots of meat skewers like skewers of meat and stuff but they have like really kind of quirky stuff on the menu so you might get like beef tongue or like chicken hearts or something like that so we we got like a bit of a platter and some endamami beans and uh, Alex ordered a bottle of his favorite sake because 
he was his favourite. He was like, hey man, look, just try it. So we just got some sake, which was quite nice. And we kind of had a really nice evening, caught up about, you know, what's going on in both our lives, which is really cool because, you know, this is, you know, a guy who I spent maybe a couple of days with in Japan and have spoken to over like Instagram Messenger and stuff in, in, in you know, uh, since we met. So it was not nice to kind of have a bit of a catch up and chill and kind of just sit and enjoy each other's company, which was quite cool. Um, then, yeah, we, it finished up quite late, not too late, like midnight-ish, 11 uh, went back home and then Friday woke up, went for breakfast. Again, Floor was really busy doing her stuff because the event that she was working for was the next day. So I just had a bit of time now. I was feeling a bit more energetic. The jet lag was kind of wearing off. So I just jumped on a bike. And one of the things, like I said, about Montreal is people cycle everywhere and they've got kind of like, um, you know, the bikes like in London, we call them Boris bikes where you can go to the machine and you pay like two, three pounds for 24 hour access and you can use any bike for half an hour for free. Um, if you go over that, it charges you. So I just jumped on one of those and just basically cycled around. And I did loads of exploring. I went down to um, the Red Path Museum, uh, which is on the campus of the McGill University, which is kind of like downtown in the city centre. And this is a museum that has, um, it's a bit like the Natural History Museum in London. It's got like dinosaur artifacts and rocks and just cool like cultural stuff, like Egyptian stuff, like, you know, ancient, like... Chinese, Japanese cultural stuff and Africans. Like, it was just really cool. Just walked around. It was quite quite a small, um, quite a small museum actually. But it's just really cool. Just uh, I just wanted to do something a bit kind of cultural, and I, I do like the uh, kind of natural history style museums. And then so I spent about half an hour, maybe longer actually, maybe like an hour, two hours maybe in there, just walking around, reading all the things, checking things out. Then I left, and as I walked out, there was this big like. Um, marquee type thing and there was all this like drumming and all this noise coming from inside and it just sounded really like I don't know it sounded like something fun was going on so I kind of dived in there to see what was was happening there was like people in like all this like native kind of dress wear with like feathers everywhere and big like outfits and there was like people doing the hacker and it was just like all this weird like I don't know I wouldn't even call it weird just all this stuff happening and people like dancing in the middle of this circle and it was like an audience and a stage and then around the outside there's all these like little stalls selling things and and what it turned out to be was like a um, a mini kind of festival um celebrating indigenous culture so hence why there was like Native American stuff and like a hack of like um you know from New Zealand and it was just all these cool really interesting things happening and so I just sat in there for like an hour and just watched some of the performances listened to some of the talks uh, checked out some of the stalls and just chilled and then when that starts to kind of quieten down uh, I jumped on another bike and I cycled uh, through the old town which I didn't check out properly this time but last time I was there I did and it's a really cool part of the city where there's like lots of cobbled streets and like just cool stuff like shops and it's just a really beautiful place to walk around like narrow streets and looks like a typical kind of old town vibe so I cycled through that um, and headed to the old port which is kind of like a bit of a cultural center in Montreal so there's like all sorts of like stalls and things happening there there's like uh, bars there's like people selling stuff there's a big like ferris wheel it kind of looks a bit like the London Eye there's like um, a sky even know what you'd call it like an abseil thing where you kind of like hang on to the you know the ha the the handles and you kind of like go down a zip wire that's what it is you go down the zip wire and um, so it's one of those and then there was like a nice bit of like greenery where you could just sit and chill so um, I did a bit of walking around just to see what was on offer and then basically took my stuff 
sat down and I just kind of people watched for a little bit to be honest because I just find it fascinating in those areas like all the different types of people that are coming and checking out like the cool water features and walking along the river and like going into the bars and stuff um, and then I found a little spot in the sun and I sat and I read my book um, again just chilled like super nice weather so just took it really easy relaxed I like, lay down in the sun you know used my bag as my pillow and just sat there reading for for an hour or so then I got up and I kind of walked around a little bit and there was another kind of uh, part kind of obviously the port opens out onto the river so there's another part along the river where you could kind of walk down the riverfront um, and I was very very tempted to do it but I wasn't sure where it was going to take me uh, so I kind of diverted back in towards town jumped back on a bike so at this point it was getting quite late it was like maybe I said quite late it was like late afternoon like five six o'clock um so I was getting quite hungry so I decided to go and find somewhere for dinner and I was cycling through and <laughs> I basically cycled past um no, actually I didn't what did I do I went on I was using an app called maps me that's right which is a really cool uh, app because what you do is you can kind of type in the city you're in I've used it before so you type in the city you're in and when you're on wi-fi you can download the map of that city so that when you're out and about you can actually use the app um, without having to use data so instead of like trying to rely on google maps and wi-fi you've got maps me which you can use to kind of get around so i typed in uh, i think i went on there and there's like you know little options like coffee restaurants uh shopping whatever so i hit the restaurants tab to see what came up and really funnily enough one of the top things that came up was a, a vegan sushi place called momo and i've got a friend who is a uh, half half japanese called momo um and she's vegan so i was like that's a bit weird that that's popped up like i should probably go check it out so that's when i decided to jump on the bike and i cycled maybe 15 minutes uh 10 minutes i think it was to this place in the baking heat my ad like had to cycle up a hill it was horrendous but i got there and went inside this restaurant and it was it was really nice like the food again really really fresh sushi it was all vegan um but it was really fresh like i had vegetable uh, gyoza dumplings to start and then I had like the momo special which was um I think it was like ginger um what was it, it was ginger cucumber uh, and there was something else in there and 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 a kind of like curry kind of or chili paste kind of on top which was really nice um so I went there the, the the sushi again like I said was really nice it was a little bit kind of on the expensive side but not massively expensive I think I spent like 12 quid for like a massive dish of sushi and damami beans, <laughs> a bottle of water and uh, dumplings, which is pretty good going, but Montreal prices is kind of like expensive. Um, and then it was, yeah, so then I went back to Floors. Um, weirdly enough, we both <laughs> turned up at hers at the same exact same time, which is really bizarre. Um, again, she was spent the evening finishing up some stuff for her event. Um, I was pretty tired because I'd been out all day so I just chilled and got on with some more editing and some reading and stuff and basically just knew that the next day was going to be quite a big day because it was like the day of her event and stuff so I knew that there was going to be stuff that she might have wanted me to help with so we took it easy, we we chilled, we just uh, spent the night indoors, um, I got with my stuff, she was finishing her work and then we woke up in the morning and it was like 
all action go 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 because basically floor's event was in it started at two o'clock i think so we had a few things to finish off in the daytime like the event that she was putting on was like a skate event for a, a collective that she'd launched called daisy's angels which is like a collective to celebrate and document the female skate scene in montreal and she'd kind of put a little zine together made up of like artwork and photos and submissions from other people um so she was kind of getting all of that done uh she was you know we had to put all the zines together like get the pages in the right order fold them up like put things in place um you know you know fix them together um so we were doing that kind of all morning and then we went over to the skate park which is where she was hosting the event uh, which was van horn which is the one we'd been to a couple of days before which is the one under the bridge so we went there uh setting things up like tables putting things out and we just kind of chilled there all day really like we spent all day from i think it was like we got there about two and i think actually the event started at four and finished at eight so we spent all the afternoon it was baking hot beautiful day like 26 degrees like beautiful beautiful day like you couldn't have asked for anything more and it was about 30 40 maybe even 50 people turned up everyone was kind of skating and chilling and chatting and sitting around sharing beers and having food and it was just a really, really nice vibe and it was good to kind of be there because I wanted to support Flora and her event, but also just like I met so many cool people who like skated. I was chatting to one girl who'd literally just moved to Montreal from from LA and it was like, it was just wicked people then. It was just a really good, like energetic vibe. And then for lunch that day, quite near the skate park, there was a really cool falafel place that I remember going to last time I was there called Falafel Yoni. Um, so I went in there and got this massive like falafel wrap like just so good, so many like flavors and fresh salad and really nice falafels, bit of chili sauce on top, had that for lunch, went back to the skate park, chilled there till eight. And then basically from like eight, half eight, we started to pack everything down because there was a bit of an after party for the skate event in a studio about five minutes away. So we kind of packed stuff up and um, then a crew of us kind of jumped on our bikes, obviously I had to get the higher bike again, jumped on the bike, cycled to the after party and we just chilled there. And it was like a really cool spot in a studio there was a skate ramp inside the building. They had like cool music playing and um, Flo and her friends had kind of, kind of been working for the past like month or so to put together like a skate um, video of just like all the girls that they know like skating and like highlights of their kind of, you know, skate trips around the city and stuff like that. So they put this wicked little video together and they premiered it at the event, which was really cool. And everyone was like really happy and buzzing and cheering when they saw the video. And it was just like a really cool event. Um, and then we, we hung out at the party. I sort of helped man the bar for a bit because there was kind of no one else doing it because everyone else kind of knew each other and was just chatting. So I was like, look, I'm happy to hang back. You know, I'll man the bar. It was cool. Um, but it was really funny because people kept coming up to me. And obviously, like I said, Montreal is a French speaking uh, city. So people would come up to me and like order, like kind of have a beer in French. And I didn't have a clue what they were saying. So I had to like start getting someone to help me because um, I'd always have to be like, oh, sorry, I'm English. And then they just have to like order it in English. Um, which is fine because everyone speaks English anyway. It's just first language is French. So, um, yeah, that was quite funny. Happened a couple of times. And then, yeah, finished up quite late. Ended up getting back at like one, half one. Um, the next day, Floor was at work, bless her. Like she'd been working so hard all day and she had to get up at like eight o'clock to go to work. So she was out. So I decided to do some more exploring. Um, Arsenal were playing. So I decided to find a sports bar that was quite nearby and I kind of wanted to go to an area I hadn't been to before. So I found a sports bar called Bruno's Sports Bar, which was in Little Italy. And yeah, I just went in there, chilled, watched the football, had a little juice, uh, got some breakfast before I went there because it was quite an early kickoff. It was like 
11.30 Montreal time. So it was like still early morning-ish. I went in there, watched the football, chilled for a bit. But I did find there was another place called Cafe Olimpico, which is quite popular for sports stuff, which is in a different part of the city in like the Mile End area, which is a kind of cool area, which I then went to later in the day. And basically, yeah, then I was at uh, Bruno Sports Bar, watched the game, jumped back on a bike and went to the food market, which was like 10 minutes away because I always like going to food markets when I'm in different cities because I just really like the vibe in there. There's just like people selling stuff and there's all like fresh fruit and veg and, you know, fish and, you know, just stuff. And it's just really cool to walk around. It's full of colors. It's full of characters. It's just just cool. So I kind of checked out some of the food market and then ended up having lunch in a place called Cafe Palma, which was like next door. They were selling like pizzas and stuff. So I got a couple of slices um, did that and then I kind of cycled around a bit more I did some more exploring I went to the Mile End area which is their kind of version of Shoreditch so it's kind of like I think like three or four streets which are all kind of like adjacent to each other and there's just cool like boutique shops and cafes and bars and like bookshops and vintage stores and fashion stuff and it's just like quite a cool little area to kind of walk around it's not massive but it's just a really nice kind of, you know, cool, creative part of town full of like young people. There was a bit of a buzz. Um, that's when I actually walked past Cafe Olimpico, which is the other sports bar. because There was loads of people kind of hanging outside of it, which was cool. Um, and then what did I do after that? And then I cycled back to Floors, met her after she finished work. Um, she was knackered, so she had a little nap. I got on with some more work and some reading. And then we went for dinner at a dumpling place. Um which she told me not to say the name of because <laughs> it's her favorite spot and it's not very well known. So she was like, you can't tell anyone. So I'm not going to say, but it was a really cool dumpling place. Um, it was like a half half restaurant, half shop. Like they had like all um, Japanese um, products on the shelf. And then there was like people making the dumplings out back. And it was really cool. So we got a takeaway from there. We went back to Floor's place. We chilled. We watched a film um, because, again, she was knackered. She'd been working all day and then, you know, been busy the day before the event. So we just chilled. And then the next day, um, Floor had a day off. She didn't have anything to do. So we kind of spent a bit more time together. And we kind of just, we, we took it super easy, to be honest. Like I'd been out exploring most days. She'd been working or, or you know, doing stuff quite late on her event or doing the actual event. So we just spent a day just chilling. We went to Croissant Croissant for breakfast. And then I broke my trucks of my skateboard, which are the kind of metal part that hold the wheels on, um, at, on the Saturday night at the event. So we kind of, we went to a skate shop to replace my trucks and buy some new ones. And then we went to a cool different coffee shop because... There's a type of, I think it's a brand of coffee called Zab Coffee, which is like apparently one of the best ones for like filter coffee and stuff. So uh, Floor really wanted me to take me there. So we went to Pack Bowl, which is a coffee shop, which was serving it, which was kind of in the Montreal Royal area. So actually the Montreal area is really cool because it's just, there's lots of shops and cafes and stuff, but Montreal itself is like a, it's a, it's a park, which has a massive, like, it's like a mini mountain, I guess. Um, and it's one of the, the 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 best things to do in Montreal. Really, is like to hike up the the mountain. It's not that long. It takes maybe twenty minutes, twenty five minutes to, to walk all the way up. But you basically get to a point where there's a viewing platform, and it's just this amazing view over the city, which I did last time I was there. And you kind of just you can just stay out there for hours, to be honest. And then you can kind of really slowly walk your way back down, and you kind of you kind of walk through like a 
it's like woods, like a forest, and there's all like different like mud paths that you can, that sounds horrible, but you know what I mean, like dirt trails that you follow and you kind of walk through, the, you know, the trees and you kind of just amble your way back down until you get to the bottom. And it's quite a nice place to kind of get lost and spend a couple of hours just chilling. Like if the weather's really good at the bottom, you can just sit and there's people like having picnics and chilling and people playing like Frisbee or whatever, you know, it's just like what that kind of vibe, but it's super chilled um but you can do the walk or you can just chill or you can cycle or whatever it is so that was really nice um last time i did that so that's definitely one place to check out um and then what did we do after that and then we went for at this point it was like quite it was like early evening like late afternoon early evening so we were already kind of near the downtown area so what we decided to do from there was to go and grab some dinner so what we did is we went to a chinese restaurant called Shei Shen which is near, I'm not sure what it's near, but it was kind of like in the downtown area. It was really, really good Chinese food. Like just, it didn't look like a great restaurant from the, from the outside or even on the inside, but the food was really good. And my kind of thing with those sort of restaurants and with any restaurant really is if you go in there and you see a lot of local, like not locals, like natives in there. Like if you go in an Italian restaurant and it's full of Italians or Turkish restaurants, there's lots of Turkish or Chinese and it's full of Chinese or Japanese, full of Japanese you tend to know that it's pretty good. And this was one of those places where we went in and we were literally like the only white people in there. It was like everyone else was Chinese and like native Chinese. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Really good food, like massive portions. Like we ended up taking half of our, our food home. We really didn't even order that much. We ordered like maybe three dishes and some rice and we ended up taking half of it home. Um, and then on the way home, we stopped off at a bar called Billy Run. Sorry, Billy Kun, K-U-N. And... Um, it's like it's really cool bar and they've got like the weird like ostrich heads like kind of <laughs> like um dress the walls and it's it's a bar where they just they have live music there's like a piano or there might be someone playing guitar and it's just they've got quite a lot of beers on selection and like good whiskies and stuff like that so we kind of chilled in there um and we just yeah we just had a little couple of drinks and then headed back to floors because next day again she was working so she had to be up super early um, and it was my last day so we went back home uh, chilled slept woke up um, and then I'd arranged to meet another friend of mine Tobin who funnily enough I met the first time I was in Montreal at one of the skate parks that I visited I just got chatting to him and we've just stayed in touch through Instagram and stuff so I met him for breakfast at Cafe Sfoof which was near where I was staying in here it was like maybe 10 minutes away um and yeah, just spent some time again catching up with him, hearing what he's been up to, you know, what he's what plans he's got, and just catching up. He was like asking for some advice, and we were just just nice general chats, be honest, and some good food. So that was really nice. And then after that, I kind of had to start, you know, packing up my stuff. So I headed home, started packing up my stuff, um, make sure I got everything together. I jumped on a bike, cycled to Floor's work to say goodbye. And then from there, I was like maybe five minutes away from the bus station, which is where I had to get the bus to to then get to the airport. So, yeah, that was it. That was kind of the 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 trip, really. And it was like it was quite, quite chilled, but quite action packed at the same time. But like I said, man, like Montreal's got super, super cool vibe there, like really cool vibe. Um, it's definitely somewhere that I, I could keep visiting, to be honest. And if it wasn't so far, I'd probably go a bit more often. But yeah, it was a like really nice vibe, and it's it's definitely a city that I would I would say check out. Like, there's so much wicked stuff that happens there. Like, the week after 
I was there, there was Pop Montreal, which is like a music festival, which happens like throughout the whole city, like lots of different gigs and stuff. They have quite a famous jazz uh, festival that happens there every year in the summer. Um, there's all other stuff that happens. They've got like the Grand Prix and there's like, there's just like loads of cool stuff. And it's just, it's one of those cities that I think you don't hear a lot about. But when I have spoken to people about Montreal who have been there, like, oh my God, I love that place. Like, it's so cool. Um, so that's one of the kind of, um, that's the kind of vibe of the city really. So yeah, that's kind of everything from Montreal. So I know that sounded like a big waffle because I was going on for like half an hour by myself, but I just wanted to kind of give you as much information as possible on, you know, Montreal and my, my kind of um, experience there because I've, I've been twice now and I've really enjoyed both times. So um, I don't always, always do a travel diary if I'm by myself, but I felt like I had to with this one because Montreal is such a cool city and I feel like it's a kind of place that should get a bit of recognition for, for what it is. So just wanted to share that and yeah like if you've been yourself to Montreal and there's stuff that you've got up to that you know is worth checking out then you know then be sure to hit me up on Instagram or if you want to know anything else you've got any questions or any tips for any other travel experiences or you want to share some travel experiences of your own you can hit me up at I am Alex Manzi on Instagram other than that what I will do is I will see you next time for the next episode so thanks for listening you know, I always appreciate it. It means a lot. If you've enjoyed this episode or you know someone who's going to Montreal or you learned something or you want to share the episode, then just be sure to send it to the, to a friend or share it, you know, spread the love because at the end of the day, that's how the podcast gets the love and, the, and everything they deserve. So I really appreciate your time and those of you who do share and those of you who do hit me up, like it really does mean a lot. So yeah, I just wanted to thank you for that. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next time for the next episode of the Dreams Disease Podcast. This podcast is produced by Unedited.